0: Many levels in this game, levels in this game, but in this game, devil in this game, in in this game, this in this game, this what's up everybody welcome to the first sunday of the new month welcome to the match of the month um it's funny because uh, i recorded just an I, i've been recording a live podcast recently and <laughs> as i said on thursday's episode and i actually had an idea for the match of the month and i kept forgetting it because it was always like i came up with it at the wrong time i'll be driving And I couldn't, like, get my phone up just to, like, use my voice recorder real quick or something. It was always some issue to where I just couldn't put it down. So, finally, I'm at the store. I recorded the Thursday episode. I'm recording this on Thursday. And I recorded that, and I said, no, let me hit the store really fast. So, I hit the store, and in the store, that's when I remembered it. And that's when I immediately set in my voice recorder, and I came back home immediately to record it. Um, But, yes, this is less about the match and more about the moment and what it signified. I just, I want to do something AEW based, but it's only been a company for four years. They just did 200 episodes and I was like, anything I do is going to be more recent. And I don't know. It just feels, I just thought it was lame. It's all been lame to talk about, you know, cause we are, do you know, you know it already, you know? So the elite wouldn't have re-signed with AEW. It would have been something similar to this situation. So let's go back to 1998. You have Kevin Sullivan, the legendary Kevin Sullivan, booking for WCW. You have Chris Benoit, Dean Malenko, Perry Saturn, and who was the fourth one? I can't remember the fourth one. Eddie Guerrero, all being underutilized, all feeling like, hey, you know, this just this company isn't giving us any opportunities. Meanwhile, Chris Benoit uh, and Nancy have now officially made themselves together. There, they're, she left, set Kevin for him, and now you have an issue where they went from having one of the best feuds in, in 95, 96; those matches were brutal. To now, it's gotten like legitimately personal, and and now Kevin has the book. So there were some contract negotiations going on with all four men. And nothing had been resolved yet. And essentially, Kevin was tasked with the—he was tasked with saying, "Hey, we need to keep these people. Do something to make them known that we make, let them know we want them." So, Psycho Sid was a WCW World Heavyweight Champion at the time, and this is when the title was really playing flippy, floppy, floppy, floppy. Let's let's, let's go into '99. So we have a match. This is the match of the month. Sid defending the WCW Championship versus Chris Benoit. With Arn Anderson as a special referee. Mind you, this is booked to keep Chris Benoit and his guys happy. To show, hey, we do see you as a top guy. You know, just, just trust us, right? The trust was broken by this at this point. And once again, there's so many things in Chris's mind that led up to this point. And when you look at the booking of all four men, that was weird. Even though A Guerrero had the LWO, even though uh, Benoit, what, he was never anything lower than Mick card. He was always in some type of feud whether it was the, the best of seven series with Booker T, the four horsemen. He was never seen as lesser. Saturn was in Raven's flock. Dimalinka was a staple in the Cruiserweight um, uh, division. As well as a former United States champion having feuds with people like Chris Jericho that were legendary. Um, there was never like in their mind, it was never Booker's mind. There was never anything that they felt like they hadn't presented to these people, these four. So the match is awful. <laughs> but like I say it's about the moment. So Benoit gets Sid down in the crossface. It's clear as day. Sid's foot is under the rope. Sid's tapping out. Our Anderson gets up, calls the match off, rings the bell. Benoit is labeled the new WCW champion. And by the way, the camera was right there on the foot. It was like, it was. It felt like a CW show. You know, how CW shows like Arrowverse used to be like. They, they would tell you the, exactly everything you know, and then they would like make they would like talk stupidly to their audience sometimes. That's how this was. This was like, hey guys, look, 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 Yay! you saw it, yay. So, Benoit's carrying on a WCW championship. He's a fish. He is. I believe he is actually recognized as a former WCW champion. Let's look that up. Last time I looked it up, he was recognized as a WCW World Heavyweight Champion. Hold on a second. Let's look this up. WCW title. Let's do this. Because Google's never wrong, right? All right? Let's do this. Yeah, he is. He's recognized as a, as a WCW ch- Well, hold on, hold on, hold on. That, that leans. Oh yeah, he he's recognized as a WCW champion. So he wins the WCW championship at this pay per view on a Sunday, and then he gives notice the very next day. All four men gave notice the very next day. Now no one knew about this. No one knew anything about this. I don't even think Dave Meltzer and anyone knew at the time that this was a thing happening. So he's recognized as the WCW champion for one day. So he was actually a world champion before he became the world heavyweight champion. So anyways, all of a sudden, you have a DX match in the middle of the ring on Raw. And then you have Chris Benoit, Perry Saturn, Dimaliko, and a showing up. All four men just sitting out in the front row. Road dog comes out after his match, starts talking shit to him. They go in the ring. They beat him up. No one knows what the fuck is going on. No one knows. He beat him up and legitimately it's like what what the hell just happened here and so all of a sudden you realize holy shit they're signed to wwe and all of them weren't on the contract no one did the lex Luger; like they just didn't resign and even with them putting the wcw title on if you if if even if you look at it right think about this i do wonder this if he would have stayed with wcw all four of them with them doing that angle he wouldn't have won the title So he wouldn't even have been a recognized champion. They would have done some fucking convoluted thing to make sure he didn't get the belt. So so it's one of those situations where they obviously made the right move. Um, Demon Linko's career, I believe career was kind of cut short due to injury, if I'm not mistaken. He was a lightweight champion for a little bit. Chris Buon Agro obviously went on to be megastars, and Saturn became just more of a comedy character. Uh, they were all good workers, obviously, but without the to me, I feel like that move obviously didn't cripple WCW, but it was uh, it was telling because those were four young stars. Those were four guys that really hadn't had much mileage on their on, on their tank, on their car, and they were just kind of like, yeah, we could we could do better. And if you think about it, their first WrestleMania, Benoit won the Intercontinental Championship. He was in the Triple Threat match with Chris Jericho and Kurt Angle. And Eddie Guerrero, Dean Malenko, and um, Saturn were in a six-man six six-person six tag with uh, China and Tukul. Cool. And so it's one of those things where it's just like they were shown very they were they they all won titles their first year, I believe, if I'm not mistaken. So that is essentially what it would have been kind of like with the elite if they were all left. But it's one of those situations where it's just fascinating the things that. It's it's go about, it's about all about the the Cody doc, the Cody documentary. It was all about betting on yourself. That's what these four did, and they not and they not only bet on themselves. They said, "We don't believe in this company anymore. We don't believe in these in the people around us anymore." That like, Cody never did that, you know. But like they just had to go, and we know what they ended up becoming. and We know what they ended up becoming. So. um, that is your match of the month. I just thought uh, I thought it was more about the moment and what it meant and signified for WCW moving forward and for WWE moving forward. And I'm, like, as I said on Thursday's show, I'm happy that they le- did re-sign. Um, but yeah, I, I just wanted to sell that because I don't know how many people knew that or how, how, or how many people understood why. Because some people have asked me before. Was Chris Benoit an actual WCW champion, or were they counting the Big Gold as WCW? It's like no, he's actually a recognized WCW champion, you know. And he actually won it in WCW. The difference with like Kurt Angle, The Rock, they actually won that in WWE, which is fine. It's part of lineage. But Benoit actually won that championship in WCW. So that's your match of the month, guys. Talk to you guys on Monday and Wednesday. Have a great Sunday. This is I see things a little differently. I am so typical, and I am out.